Welcome back, my friend. Let's get straight into it. Let me ruin your New Year's resolutions and plans forever. You can thank me later. Let's go there. Statistically, 90% of New Year's resolutions never get reached. 90 freaking percent. Why, by the beard of Zeus, <laughs> do we even create them? That's like the worst failure rate of just about anything I've ever heard. And it's the thing we hear so much about at the beginning of the year. I could not give a flying fork. I said fork. What your New Year's resolutions are. Wait, no, I apologize. My mistake. I stand corrected. There's actually one worse statistic than New Year's resolutions. And that is goals in general. The winner at a whopping 8% success rate, right? Only 8% of goals ever that you set will actually happen. That's 92% failure rate for my on the spot maths anxious friends. I've got you 8% success rate, 92% failure. So did you set some new year's resolutions? Did you set some goals? Can you do yourself a favor right now and throw them out? I'm serious because even if you did write them down, once will not be enough. I'm very, very passionate about the topic of goal attainment. And I believe despite our best efforts, we have got it so unbelievably backwards. Like we get amnesia every single year. And collectively we think this year it'll be different, but that's the old adage, right? Nothing changes if nothing changes. I am quite frankly not down with playing those statistics when we just don't have to. There are so many other ways to plan and achieve and dream. And I certainly don't experience only 8% of people in my world achieving their goals. Super freaks know how it's done. So I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Here's what I know. Most people optimize for just enough and for certainty when it comes to setting goals and they plan according to their current reality which is not good, right? What does that even mean? It means two things. Number one, instead of thinking about what you really, really, really want, they think about just getting by or just getting out of trouble or just getting out of the red or just putting out the fires. Like what's next? How can I get out of this pain? That does not work. It might get you out of pain, but there's nothing to do after that. We end up causing more fires to put out. Number two, they base where they think they can go and what we think we can achieve on what we've done so far, what's the next logical step and what's possible based on what we've achieved in the past. We also do this thing where we overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in 10, which is just confusing for our brains. It means we think too small about what's possible. We don't acknowledge what we actually want. And then we stack the pressure really, really, really high for the year in front of us. And we fall off the horse really quickly because we get overwhelmed and we don't let things take the actual amount of time that they take. We're really unrealistic. And then we get disheartened when we stop, we give up. By that time, it's New Year's again, and we're like, oh, I'll set some New Year's resolutions, and around we go, right? It's so outdated. You are not the same person as you were a year ago. The world is not the same as it was a year ago. We need to optimize for something else instead of just enough and instead of just for certainty. We need a bigger picture to focus on. We need more patience. We need intention. We need to stop rushing 
We need flexibility. We're acting like tired, hungry, irrational kittens with our planner-buying frenzies at the start of the year and our failure to even remember what our resolutions were last year, at the end of this year, within a mere 12 months. That thinking is weak and feeble, and I won't stand for it, my dear super freak. Auntie Haley's here to give you a new year smackdown so you can achieve your goals from now on and you don't let anything, not even a decade of distraction, deter you. All right, are you ready? We're going to go on an adventure this year. Strap yourself in. First things first, you can't do what you've always done to create something that you've never had before. You can't do what you've done in the past to create something new. The only things from the past you can pack with you on this adventure are your favorite memories and lessons. This year, you may do some things the same, but even if you do, you're still a different person. Stay open to new ways of doing the same things, even if they've always worked. Sometimes just because a strategy gets you the result, it doesn't mean it's the best way to do things. You're going to meet someone or many people in the coming days, weeks, months that change your world, that open up your opportunities, that fast track you, that educate you, or that completely change your mind or introduce you to something you didn't even know existed. Stay open. You're going to learn or see something you can never unsee, which will shake the foundations of everything you know to be true stay open for that thing to happen. And we're not yet who we're going to be come the end of this year. So how do we plan? (laughs) How do we ensure we're in that 8% of goal setters who achieve what they set out to do? How do I know when I look back next year at this one gone by that all these things I wanted to happen actually happened? How do I not overestimate what I can do in this year, but still remain ambitious and not get bored? How do I stay focused when distraction knocks on my door? inevitably. Well, I believe that 8% success rate exists because of two things. Number one, hanging out with the wrong people. No, just kidding. Number one, people get stuck in needing to stick to an outdated plan. Like we make a plan in January, forgetting that we're not the same person by February. And that plan doesn't always work for us and we're inflexible. And number two, we quit too early. So much can happen in a year. And yet, I said it before, we need patience and flexibility. These two things will help you stay on track and support you to move through challenges, knowing that you haven't ruined your chances at anything. In fact, the more space you make for patience and flexibility, the more space you'll also be making for creativity, which will get you out of a pickle. Creativity is what you need, and even it will speed up your progress. Setbacks are not probable. They're not Hopefully they don't happen. They're inevitable. They're not probable. Don't over plan, hoping for the best, hoping nothing goes wrong. You know, when someone says we just can't afford for there to be any mistakes, we don't have any time for mistakes. I can't afford to get sick. That's over planning. That's hoping for the best. Instead, (laughs) I want you to under plan, give yourself more time and expect more challenges to be there than you want. I don't know what they'll be, but if you've made space for it mentally, it's not a distraction. It's just part of the chaos of being human and you've made space for that and allowed for that. And it's not going to ruin your expectations. It's funny because while it sounds like I'm kind of bringing the vibe down, keeping it really honest makes so much space for magic. It keeps us calm, clear, connected. It allows us to do the things we need to do. So instead of, you know, whipping out the planner, getting all frothy with all the things and then forgetting it exists, 
Here's a great way to plan your year instead. I'm not against planners, by the way. Love a good planner. But this is a great way to plan your year or your day or your hour without being kind of sucked into the drama of what could go wrong by the end of the year and just totally take back your power. It's a 30,000 foot view approach. It's a framework. Okay, so we have six steps to this framework and they're pretty high level. Like I said, 30,000 foot. However, when I think about my goals through this framework, when I think about the things I want to achieve, it really allows that space for chaos. It really allows that space for things to go wrong. The people that we meet that change our lives, that distract us, the opportunities that cross our desk that we never saw coming, it makes that room and space for us to be flexible. Okay. So number one, get clear on your desire. And what I really mean by that is give yourself actual permission to want what you really do want. And most importantly, dream in isolation of trying to figure out how that comes later. Now, what do I mean by give yourself permission? I mean, I have quite literally never met a person who doesn't know what they want. The only exception is when someone has achieved everything they've ever wanted to achieve and they're in this beautiful spacious part of their life where they're they have a blank canvas and they're wondering what comes next that's just a case of waiting most people they do know what they want they just haven't given themselves permission to want it because they get caught up in like how am I going to do that what if I fail you know those typical challenges that can occur So give yourself permission to want what it is that you want without worrying about how. Just firstly, dream in isolation. Acknowledge this is what I want. I don't know how. It feels impossible. I feel greedy. I feel weird for even acknowledging this. I don't know if it could hurt someone, but it's what I really want. That's cool. Number two, feel it in your bones. The feelings that you would feel if it had already happened. I'm not asking you to figure out the how yet. I'm asking you to feel what it feels like to have it. Imagine just taking a snapshot of those feelings so you can lock them in and bring them back later. Don't underestimate the importance of visualizing. There's a reason the highest top performers in the world swear by visualization because the same neurons fire off when you're imagining something as when it's really happening. This is why anxiety is so powerful because we're visualizing it to go wrong. So instead go to that place every day where it's happened, smell it, taste it, imagine it, feel it, get to know it, teach yourselves what it feels like as very best as you can. Number three, Deal with any resistance or old stories that come up about not being allowed or ready or good enough to have it in some way right now, today. Notice I still haven't talked about figure out how and make a plan, right? I'm talking about think of all the things that come up in the way. I'm not ready. I'm not good enough to do that. It's it's who would I to create that? Reframe it, rewrite it, disprove it. Or simply just tell yourself over and over that that's not true and you are worthy and you are ready and you're willing to see this differently even though you can't right now. Take out a journal, piece of paper, practice saying something new to yourself that helps you address the old stories in the moment right now and transform them. 
G'day, ba-ba-da-boom. Before we go any further in today's episode, if you're looking for something to stretch you, challenge you, guide you, expand you, transform you this year, I'd like to invite you to check out two ways that you can come and work with me. Firstly, if you would like to receive coaching from me, I invite you to check out The Fierce Salon. This is a coaching experience I have hosted for seven years, which trains my clients to accelerate their results for the rest of their lives. And secondly, if you're someone who is curious about coaching, how I do what I do, maybe my thinking underneath what I'm saying and how you might be able to coach others, whether that's in a leadership role, in a parenting role, in a friendship or partnership, there is time and space for you to join us for Be Your Own Coach 2023. This is my NLP certification training. I'll pop in the show notes, the links to both of those experiences for you down in the show notes below. Now let's get back to the episode. Number four. Okay. Then go and do whatever you would be doing if this thing was already happening, right? Think about it as the first phase. I might not be able to do every single thing. I might not be sitting in my dream office or my dream house or my dream car or with my dream person, wherever. I might not be able to do the full on end step, but I know that I'd be sitting up straight. I know that I would be paying my bills. I know that I would be a little bit more organized, right? Think about if it was written in the stars, you cannot mess it up or whatever feels like the next right first step, whatever's available for you to do right now that lines up with exactly where you want to go, especially the things you're afraid to do. That's a welcome sign that a quantum leap is available. Do those things first. You'll know that they're the right things to do because you'll get a little bit scared when you realize that this is something you've been skirting around or waiting for permission for to just start doing. It often just begins with picking up a pen, getting on Google, making a phone call. You don't have to lock anything in, but you can just get started. Notice I still haven't talked about making a plan, right? Okay. Step five, maybe it's coming. Track and measure your progress. Huh? Okay. There'll be little things you do day to day that are a really big part of your overall strategy for success. Those little 1% actions that stack up over time. Diane von Fustenberg, for example, reaches out to one person every single day to connect to her network and stay in touch. For you, it might be regular meditation. You just know that when you do your regular meditation, everything works out. It might be taking your vitamins. It might be walking in nature. Maybe it's writing a thousand words or one page for your book. I have many things personally that I like to track every single day. I know that they don't make a huge difference in and of themselves, but when I do them consistently, they make a big difference. So whatever that is, track it and optimize for progress, not certainty. Optimize for how far you've come, not certainty. Okay. Notice I still haven't talked about make a plan. Interesting. Okay. Number six. Oh, this is the last one. Once you've done all that, you get to chill. Don't worry about how long it takes. You made up the timeframes anyway. Just be patient for it. Not passive. You're still, (laughs) you're still feeling it in your bones. You're still giving yourself permission to own and acknowledge what you want. You're still dealing with any resistance and moving through old stories, like actively working on your mindset. You're still doing whatever you would do if you were already there in a phase one, one moment at a time manner. You're still tracking and measuring your progress. It's not passive. 
It's just patient. There's no plan in there. There are going to be things that you pick up along the way that you know make a difference, that you know work. You will do them and you will track them. You may plan certain parts, like maybe you are a content creator. Maybe you need to make lunches for school and planning things like that makes it a little easier. But planning overall, I'm not sure that it's actually required when it comes to actual goal attainment. If you're not the same person in a year from now, and therefore you wouldn't even do the same things that you do right now, planning becomes kind of antiquated the moment you start, right? But anyway, here's the kicker, the big rule. Don't stop. Keep doing what's within your power every day and let the rest go because you will get to either have what you want, maybe something better will come along right? That speculative thing that we do, it's completely out of our control. So just keep doing what's within your power every single day. And even though you've set an intention, focus on what's here and now, right? Be prepared for things to happen that others might typically see as setbacks, which you've planned for, right? They're usually opportunities to speed up closer to the end step with a shortcut that you never saw coming. But when you see it as a distraction or a setback, you miss the opportunity for a shortcut plans and goals and like realistic and end steps and smart goals. It's it's nice, right? It's nice, but so much can happen in a year rather than breaking a goal down into manageable steps that leaves no space for magic and have a made up deadline that you made up and an 8% chance of success statistically anyway. How about Let the thing be the thing. Let the magic be the magic and show up like the super freak you are when it's time to act and get out of your own damn way. Track how well you are going. Learn from the past. Get rid of the rest. I used to be someone who actually bought two yearly planners. Confession time, right? One was to like practice right from the cheapo newsagent store and one was for real, like to hang on my wall from a fancy stationery store. Once I'd worked through all the mistakes on my crappy one, tell me I'm not alone in this stationary nerdiness, right? But what always happened was by March, I'd changed it 50 times. By June, I'd been around the world and needed to take a photo of the wall at home to keep on my phone during my travels to remember what was even on there in the first place. By September, I'd like stopped rubbing things out and changing them and even attempting to keep it up to date. And by December, it had peeled the white paint off my wall, right? In other words, something better and different and unplanned and magical always happened. There was always more than what I originally planned in the 2020 slash 2021 case, right? Something fabulously locked down wedding shaped ended up happening. I did not plan for that. So what do we do when we want to put things in our diaries but we can't. What if lockdown happens again? Like what if I spend money and then I don't get refunds, right? Like if you're planning a wedding, I feel you. What if I book flights and I can't change them? What if things go wrong? Look, anything can happen. None of it has yet in this moment. We're just at the beginning. We're in the dreaming phase. If you have that flexibility, if you have that patience, if you have that knowing that we overestimate what we can do in one, but we underestimate what we can do in 10 You can come back to being present. Do what's within your power in this moment, no matter what happens. Just start tuning in and acting moment to moment. Respond. Tune into the feelings you want to cultivate. 
no matter what the circumstances are around the globe. Feel the feelings of having what you want already and act from that place in this moment today with whatever you can do, with whatever's what's available to you. Let's just stop putting pressure on one day of the year, the new year, and start checking in with ourselves weekly. I have a weekly review. You can download it. I'll pop it in the show notes for you. And let's adjust moment to moment. Let's assimilate as we go. Let's check in week to week with what's working and what's not. Not at the end of the year. Let's not put the pressure. Let's have a planner that has ongoing pages that come out of it every week and pages that go into it every week as we write the story and remove the past week on week. That's the kind of planner I have. That's the kind of planner I'm interested in. Start thinking in moments, start thinking in insights and start taking inspired action towards what you want without waiting for permission. Be the person that you want to be in whatever way that you can starting today. Maybe that means making a decision that will help you get somewhere. The small things make the big things and celebrate Celebrate the big, celebrate the small, celebrate the memories that you want to make, make memories. A new year, it starts whenever you decide it does. Just so happens to be today that I'm coming to you in January, but I hope you listen to this anytime and it still feels relevant for you. Remember, optimize for focusing on progress not perfection. Optimize for celebrating how far you've come. Optimize for tracking what's working. Optimize for making decisions moment to moment. Even if you made zero progress in the last 12 months, or even if you feel like you went backwards. I mean, progress is an interesting word, isn't it? I think depending on your life stage and your situation, progress can sometimes just look like am I alive today? (laughs) Like that's progress, you know? Am I feeling good today? Is this still a yes for me? That's progress, right? But you can define progress, whatever it means to you. Just focus on, even if it feels like you're not moving as fast as you want, you're not moving towards what it is that you want. Even if it feels like, like I said, things went backwards, they did not go to plan. Focus on the fact that you're not the same person as you were 10 years ago. You're not the same person as you were 20 years ago. Big picture. This has been one year amongst many of your life and no doubt you can find something you learned and move on. Years will stack on top of each other to make your life what it will be. That's all you need to remember. There'll be a moment next year. There'll be a moment in 10 years. There'll be a moment in 20 years where you will look back on you right now, wanting to plan for this next year where you'll realize that while you can have the best of intentions, what matters is that you're here in this moment, creating your world with what you have thought by thought, bit by bit, breath by breath, inspired idea by inspired idea, moment by moment, cheeky action by cheeky action. I really don't want you to miss the opportunity to enjoy this ride wherever you're starting from. So slow down, take a deep breath, create patience, create flexibility, create space, give yourself grace for wherever you are at right now. And remember that that 8% success rate that I spoke about, that only exists because people stop too early and they get too stuck in their plan and they plan, right? They make plans. I want you to think about it like water, like a dynamic relationship with the unknown, where you want to go, 
the unknown of which ingredients are going to get put between you and that thing now and then, and your ability to respond to that and still create. That's what this is all about. So think about those six steps. Think about how none of them had anything to do with planning. Give yourself permission to want what you want. Dream in isolation. Number two, feel it, visualize it, remember it, come back to it daily if you must. I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, writing it down is not going to be enough. I've also talked about tracking. I want you to think about writing down those goals and dreams every single day while you feel them or read them every single day. Keep them somewhere, maybe in that planner that you have, right? That'd be useful. Step number three, deal with the resistance or or stories that come up moment to moment. If you'd like some support with that, please reach out. That's what I do. Number four, do whatever you'd be doing if you were already there. Number five, track and measure your progress, perhaps even track reading your goals every day. And number six, chill out, right? Be patient. Let it happen. Enjoy, my friend. Enjoy whatever is to come. Remember, everything you want is so much closer than you think. Just stay curious. Stay open. You have got this way more than you know. I can't wait to spend this year with you and see what comes. We'll do it together. And I hope that you have a fabulous day. Ciao for now.